And I'm back. And you know, I'm, th- I'm kind of thinking maybe I'm gonna, um, maybe on Sunday we're gonna do a view show instead of blind gossip. Or blind items, rather. I think that'll be a little bit more interesting. Especially since all this juicy, juicy, juicy gossip is coming out. Um, so, we already knew, we already know that Rosie O'Donnell and Donald Trump hate one another. There's never been any love lost between them. Um, but there's a, as part of the promotion for, um, for the book Ladies Who Punch, the explosive inside story of The View, um, Vanity Fair did a profile on Rosie O'Donnell, Barbara Walters, and Donald Trump, and the whole story of how her first tenure there just blew up. Um, and, and really, I I'm going to buy this book. Like this, it, it's not even an option. Like it's not a question in my mind. Like I'm going to make sure I have the money to buy this book because. This is some good shit. Um, don't ask me to make that voice again because it really hurt. I'm, I'm struggling right now not to cough. Um, uh, so, this quote actually came from Rosie way back when she still had her own talk show. The Rosie O'Donnell Show. Um, and it's about Donald Trump. She said, he's the most absurdly transparent con man. He's dumb. His parents didn't like him. They sent him away to New York Military Academy. He punched his kid in the face at college. He never spoke to his children. I'm friendly with Marla, which is how I was at his wedding. I know the shit that he did. And then she she continued to say, I can't say it. You know why Marla doesn't say it. There are real reasons you don't say it. People are afraid of him. I am not. And right there is the essence of the Trump-O'Donnell feud. Trump wants people to be afraid of him, and Rosie O'Donnell doesn't give a fuck. She is wham damn, thank you ma'am. Which sounds dirty, and I don't mean it that way. Um, but you know, she's very bold and in your face. And if you don't believe that, ask Tom Selleck, who um, learned the hard way that the Queen of Nice is not so nice. Um, so, so basically, we all know the origins of the feud. Um, it was December 20th. Uh, Rosie was moderator of The View, which at that time... Uh, December 20th, 2006, I believe. Yes. Oh, damn, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, they went to commercial, and Rosie promised that they were going to talk about Trump when they got back. And at the time, because the view was, was so relevant and in the news and the ratings were so high, allegedly Trump watched, and he watched it live. So they came back, and they were talking about how he had given, um, 
Oh, I can't find her name. Uh, Miss USA. Um, Tara something or another. She had been busted for doing coke and all that. And Donald Trump had a press conference where he said that he was going to give her a second chance as long as she went to rehab. And everyone was praising him for this, for being so generous and whatnot. And Rosie was like, no, no, sorry. You know, you're using this girl to basically con her. And it's it's not okay. And so Rosie went on and on, and um, she she talked about his bankruptcies. Well, that pissed him off. So by the end of the show, Bill Getty went into his office to find out that he had a call. And he was confused because Barbara was on vacation at this time. She was somewhere in the Caribbean with Judge Judy. Which is only mentioned like a half dozen times in the Vanity Fair article. I think Judge Judy must have been trending or something when when this piece was written. Um, But, anyway, so, um, he went in, he went in and grabbed up the phone, and it was Trump. And Trump was ranting and raving and, you know, saying all this stuff. And then when he got down to the essence of it, it was, I'm going to sue you for saying I went bankrupt. And Bill Getty was like, no, 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 like, don't worry I'm going to call Barbara right now and whatever. So he called Barbara and Barbara was like, you know, I'll take care of it. So she put out a very neutral statement. Um, and that pissed off Rosie. And so... There was... um. There was a moment where it was kind of just quiet. Rosie didn't hear. Um, They didn't hear anything, whatever. Um, Barbara gets back. And Rosie's just pissed. Uh, to hear Rosie tell it, they um to hear other people tell it, Rosie towered over Barbara. Barbara was this meek little figure who was scared. To hear Rosie tell it, they were both in their makeup chair. Yes, she was mad, and yes, she said she thinks she shouldn't have like um calling Barbara Walters a bad mother, and saying that's why her daughter Jackie didn't talk to her. Uh, and and Rosie freely admits that she should not have said that. It was out of line. Whatever, yada, yada, yada. And so this was the beginning of the end. Barbara went to the top execs at ABC trying to get Rosie fired. And the execs at ABC were like, no, we're going to keep her. Um, and I think that really stunned Barbara because I think... Barbara thought she was the bigger star. And it's really possible that she was. Um, It's also possible that... 
at some point, they just decided, you know, the buzz was worth it. Um, and the article, basically, it's a really good article, you should read it. Um... But it didn't work. And Bill Getty said, when Rosie came on, she told me she wanted to be a passenger on the bus. She didn't want to drive it. But she didn't like where the bus was going. And he continued to say, the power. Sh- this was a power struggle for the heart of the show. The view wasn't big enough for both of them. And as we saw, um, Rosie actually did end up leaving after a split screen with Elizabeth Hassel, a split screen fight with Elizabeth Hasselback. Um, and right after she left, Whoopi Goldberg took over. But uh, these stories are just amazing coming out. And uh, it's amazing that you guys listen to me every night. Thank you so much for, for that. And I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. We're going to recorded shows. Pre-recorded shows, I should say. Um, for the rest of the week. Um, meaning tomorrow's True Crime Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think I changed my mind. I think we are going to do the view. Um, some view stories. Anyways, have a great weekend, guys. And I will talk to you again very soon. Cheers. Okay, and I'm back. So, the last few weeks, we've been hearing so much about The View. And all these really horrible, horrible stories. And, I mean, first of all, we we knew that things were not great there, right? Like, we knew that things were, um, I don't want to say bad. Because I don't think we knew that they were bad, bad. But we definitely knew that, like, maybe it wasn't the best place to work. Because they ran through co-hosts, like, like nobody's business. I mean, I, I sat down, and I tried to figure out everyone who's ever been a co-host on there. And it's literally impossible. Um, I mean, you remember the big ones like Meredith Vieira, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar... Um, Sherry Shepard, Star Jones, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, Megan McCain, um, Paula Ferris. But, like, now we're starting to get to the part where it's, it's a little bit more difficult because there's just been so many of them. Um, it, I mean, it, and the, people will, are saying, oh, you know, this started right after Meredith Vieira left. No, it didn't. It started the very first season. Um, Debbie, whatever her name is, the one with a really hard last name, um, she was fired and then replaced by Lisa Ling. And that was kind of the very first time where we, um, where we watched the co-host. And I mean, and to be fair, the talk did it too, um, Leah Remini and Holly Robinson-Pete were replaced by um, Aisha Tyler and I forgot who. <laughs> so, so it's definitely not just a view thing. 
I, but at least with the talk, there. Um, their lineup is fairly stable. Um, Julie Chen left earlier this year, but that was due to other things. But the view, like, Jenny McCarthy lasted one season. Um, Raven Simone lasted a season and a half. Um, uh, Jedediah Bila lasted, um, like, just over a season. So it kind of, it does make one yearn for the old days where, you know, like Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on, she was on for a hot minute. I don't remember the exact length of time, um, but I remember she went from Survivor to The View and it was like, and there were a bunch of jokes made about that. Uh, and she was really the first conservative voice that they had. And... She wasn't very popular. We all know this. But now we're learning that in 2006, she actually almost quit. Um, so here's the setup. They were doing a segment on the morning after pill. And her and Barbara got into it on air. Um, because Elizabeth said, I believe life begins at conception. And Hasselbeck said, I believe that life begins, uh, begins at the moment of, con- of conception. And then Barbara Walters cut her off and went to um, commercial break. And there's a tape that was leaked to the reporter of Ladies Who Punch. And El- Elizabeth can be heard saying, what the fuck? I don't even swear. She has me swearing. This woman is driving me nuts. I'm not going back. I can't do the show like this. She just reprimanded me, and she knew exactly what she was doing. Goodbye. I'm off. Read about that in the New York fucking Post. And so throughout the commercial break, she was saying this. She told um, former executive producer Bill Getty, I'm quitting. I don't need to be reprimanded on the air like that by this woman. I will take it in the meeting. I will not take it on air. I am leaving. She she did end up going back to the Hot Topics table. Um, and she actually stuck around until 2013. So whatever happened wasn't, wasn't that bad. Or at least... Um, she kept renewing her contract, let's just say. And if you're really unhappy, you're not going to keep renewing your contract. Um, but in 2016, when Barbara was retiring and wanted to do a reunion, um, Elizabeth said no. She turned them down. Um, and Star Jones, um, her former co-host, said that just wasn't right. And here's the thing, like, we're hearing all these horrible stories about Barbara Walters now. And it it does make me a little bit sad because I did idolize Barbara. I thought she was, I thought she was one of the good ones. I thought she was so great. And now it's just turning into this freak show. (coughs) Would not be an episode without me copying. Um, 
but it, it's turning into this it, it's turning into something that I don't think it needs to be um and I don't know what the point of the book is I'm trust me I'm gonna be reading it like everyone else <laughs> I don't know if it's to tarnish Barbara's legacy or if they're just trying to shed light on what actually happens behind the scenes at the view um but so far, um, it, it's been really focusing on Barbara, Jenny McCarthy, um, Jenny McCarthy's story about everything with Barbara, really. Um, and now Elizabeth Hasselbeck, um, even the Rosie O'Donnell, Barbara Walters fight. And it's really interesting that, you know, it's like everyone, everything and everyone is kind of wrapping around this. And I'm wondering if, I'm kind of wondering if there's not going to be something that breaks um, with Whoopi and Barbara because you know they, those two didn't get along. And I'm going to go, and I will be right back. And I'm back. So, let's talk about Rosie and Elizabeth Hasselbeck's new feud. So, there was, um, and I didn't really talk about it last night, or in the last episode, rather. Um, because it just seems so silly. But Rosie O'Donnell admitted that she had a crush on Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Now, this is not strange. Um, at least I don't think so. I've worked with plenty of men who I've had a crush on. One I actually dated for, for a couple of weeks. And... So, you know, you work with someone for eight hours a day, you're bound to get close to them. You're bound to, um, I'm trying to find the right word here. You're bound to be attracted to one another. And... Rosie went out of her way to make sure everyone knew that it was not, like, a sexual thing. But Elizabeth was not happy with that. Plus, she has a book to promote. And, you know, controversy sells. So, um... Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on Fox and Friends and... She said it was offensive and disturbing that Rosie had a crush on her. And so Rosie said, Hey, A, my crush on you was not sexual. Sorry you got scared, heart. And then, and then Hasselbeck said, 
And whether you're a man or a woman, and you're objectifying women in the workplace, it's wrong. And Rosie was just not having this. I don't know if, if she was watching live or what was going on. But she said, surely you recall before it all went wrong, I never objectified you. I did find you fantastic. Broadway shows, my pool, we were friends once, heart. God, love you, kid. I always did. And Elizabeth Hasselbeck says she tried to call Rosie to talk about the book and the excerpt. But she had an out-of-date number for, for Rosie. And that she forgives, she forg- Elizabeth forgives Rosie and um, prays for her. Here's the thing, like, okay. We've, if you're, if you're part of the LGBT community, I'm going to go out on the limb and say chances are you've had a crush on someone who is straight. And no, it's not like, oh, we want to change you. Sometimes we just find someone attractive and that's all there is to it. And, you know, and, you know, sometimes when you're getting close to someone, you, you do uh, mix up the, the signal. Sometimes you don't, but sometimes you do. And... You know, at and when Rosie and, and Elizabeth worked together, they were both married. And I mean, this is Hollywood and celebrities and whatnot, so there's most definitely a chance that an affair could have blossomed. But I think the truth of this matter is it was probably just a friendship and Rosie probably liked talking to someone who was the opposite from her. And she liked to be intellectually challenged, which I don't know how Elizabeth intellectually challenged Rosie O'Donnell, but, you know, and I think, if anything, this whole... This whole thing is designed... To promote a book. Some will argue it's designed to promote Ladies Who Punch. And others will say it's designed to promote Elizabeth's book point of view. I'm in the latter camp. I think this is all being done in the hopes of promoting Elizabeth's book. You know, and her trying her saying she tried to reach out to Rosie. Where was she when Rosie's fiancé died? Or Rosie's wife died? Why didn't she reach out to her then? Why didn't she reach out... To her via social media? You know, I get it, you know, sometimes you... You want to talk about something in private. But you could just tweet at her, Hey, give me a call sometime. Or send her a, a DM. If you're really trying to get a hold of someone... Send them a DM. Be, because that's the best way to go about it. And they're going to they're gonna see it. And if they want to talk to you, they'll reach out. If they don't, that's your answer. And my answer is, 
I'm gonna be right back. Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And today was a really, really weird day for me. I I went to an event with, with Will and it was just really not at all what they said it was. I'm so disgruntled about that. And then... So, but I mean, you know, like Will said, whatever. Not that big of a deal. Uh, And then, so, Will and I went and wrote for a little while together. And we hung out. um, We talked. We went to um, a bookstore. Two bookstores. (laughs) And then we went and we were writing again. And my computer just completely crashed on me. It's working now, thankfully. And then I get home and I can't get into my apartment. It was like someone put some sort of weird curse on me that lifted. Um, But I'm here with you guys now. Everything's kosher. Everything's great. So we're just going to get right into this. Megan McCain is... She's one of those people who sometimes I really, really love her. And and that's not that's not blowing smoke up her ass. I sometimes I really do love her. I really think um, she's a great person. And other times I just want to smack her and be like, "What the fuck are you thinking?" Yes, it's one of those episodes because of of the weird day. And and just so you guys know, Will has been great. Will is a rock, and I'm so lucky. Uh, he he's in my life. Anyways, um, none of the, none of anything that happened is attributed to him at all. The good stuff, but, you know, whatever. Um, so anyways, so then, um, Megan McCain, The, let me rephrase this. The View got blasted today by Denise McAllister, who is a contributor for Fox. And she said, Can someone please explain to me the purpose of The View? It seems to be a roundtable of delusional mental midgets, ricocheting ignorance, and lack of emotion, emotional regulation. And I think this really needs to be noted. That Denise is actually friends with Megan's husband, Ben. And this is this story is one of those times when I just love Megan McCain. And you can tell, like, in this one statement, you can tell how she is. And it, it, if, if, my, if my sources are correct and she is being let go from The View, please somebody give her her own talk show. Um, So her statement back to Denise was, you were at my wedding, Denise. Classic. And it went viral so fast. It's not even funny. Um, It went viral at such a rate. Um, 
people were posting all sorts of um, pictures and um, whatnot. Um, Harry Eskin, who is a movie historian or archivist, um, put up a picture of The Godfather Part 2 and <laughs> captioned it with, you were at my wedding, Denise. It's just one of those classic, classic moments. Um, and honestly, it's one of the reasons why I love working with pop culture. Um, Denise went into damage control mode and said, I think the photo on the story made it look like this was personally directed at you, Megan. My comment was directed at the view and those who surround you. I don't even know how you do it daily, and my hat is off to you for standing strong in the midst of the crazy. (sighs) Bitch knows she would kill to have a spot on the view. It may not be the titan it once was, but it gets admirable ratings, and it can still generate buzz. There's a book coming out on it that is generating buzz from years ago. That's how powerful The View is. And let's not forget that. And let's not forget, I need to take a break, and I will be right back, I promise. And I'm back. So all week we've been talking about these huge, huge, huge stories coming out from behind the scenes at The View. And this one... Okay, let's be... Let's be real here. This one is not a shocker. Um, Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg didn't get along. And if that surprises you, I need to know how. I need to know why that surprises you. Um, Here's the thing. They didn't hide their contempt. You know, most of the co-hosts actually try to give off some sort of semblance of um, getting along and whatnot. Um, or at least they, they don't openly show their contempt for, for one another. Rosie and Whoopi did not do this. They would make snide comments at each other. And I mean, it was really must-see TV. Um, Whoopi was a little irritated that the ratings... Um, went way up when Rosie came back. Because Whoopi had always thought she was the big draw. And I think this proved to her um, that she wasn't. Um, And I I really truly think that um, Rosie O'Donnell will end back up at The View. But here... Oh, my source is not working. Um, So, Rosie was hired to save the show. 
Um, so, okay, so in Ladies Who Punch, um, Rosie was interviewed and was asked about this, um, this situation. Um, and basically it was Roman, uh, they, they got into a huge argument about Roman Polanski because Whoopi said she didn't feel like he, that Roman Polanski raped the, the 13 year old girl and Rosie did. And Rosie said, I'm sorry if, if that hurt your feelings. I have different feelings about it than you and I stand up for what I believe, but I'll never bet against you, Whoopi Goldberg. And, um, here's what Rosie says. Some people would say, what's going on with you? And Whoopi, I was like, are you watching the show? It's pretty much right there. I have no desire for a public feud. And then she goes on to say, Whoopi Goldberg was as mean as anyone has ever been to me on, on television to me. Um, let me read that again. Whoopi Goldberg was as mean as anyone has ever been on television to me personally while I was sitting there. Worse than Fox News. The worst experience I've ever had on live television was interacting with her. And and she also says that she never revered um, Whoopi like some others have. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. She said she did revere her. She says she's a minority, feminist, smart, funny, groundbreaking legend who is black in America. I'm never going to have not have respect for Whoopi Goldberg, but that was a painful experience personally and professionally. And if you guys remember, uh, um, Rosie quit like halfway through the season. Um. And it was just such a, it was such a big to-do. Because, once again, Rosie was leaving um, halfway through the season. And, um, you know, there was a lot of ink spilled about it. Whoopi hasn't said shit about this. Whoopi, as far as I know, Whoopi has not said anything about her experiences on The View. And she has to have a ton. I think she is the second longest-running co-host. Jay Behar, of course, is number one. And, you know, that's the other funny thing. I would expect, um, because those two have been around for so long and they've worked together for such a long, long time, that they would have, that there would be more stories. But it's all these ancillary people that, um, are having all this, the scandal and the gossip in the book about them. So, it that's really interesting to me. Um, we're going to keep bringing you stories about The View as they come up. And I really have to go to bed. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. And hopefully a brand new Ed. One who has not had a bad day. <laughs> and in the meantime, I am lifting my beer mug to you and saying cheers. 
and I'm back. So all week, we have been talking about The View and all of the feuds and the backstage gossip that never really um, leaked out to the mainstream. Um, and all of this is coming out because there's a book coming out on Tuesday, April 2nd, called Ladies Who Punch. And <clears throat> the author, who writes for Variety, was able to talk to some of the um, former co-hosts. I'm not sure if any of the current co-hosts, because like I said um, in previous episodes, there's been very little come out about Joy Behar. Everything that's so far that's leaked has been about um, Rosie O'Donnell. Um, there was a little bit with Whoopi Goldberg in there, um, with the Rosie Whoopi feud. Um, Joy Behar, who you would expect to have, um, played a much, much bigger role, seeing as she's an original co-host, has had nothing come out about her. Like, literally nothing. Which is very surprising to me. Um, excuse me, um, there's been some Elizabeth Hasselbeck, some, I'm trying to think of who else, um, anyways, oh, there, there was some Star Jones stuff that came out, um, I'm not going to go do a whole thing about it, but basically Star Jones believes that, um, Barbara Walters and another one of the co-hosts leaked, um, that she had gastric bypass. It's such a ridiculous thing because we all knew, (laughs) um. Anyway, so, we're going to talk some more about um, Rosie O'Donnell and her feuds. This one is courtesy of Kelly Ripa. Uh, and it, it's one of the things that I honestly forgot about. Um, mostly because it was so nonsensical that... It was it, it it was one of those things where you really could easily forget and no one would be mad at you for forgetting about it. Because honestly it's so stupid. Um so I don't back in her first go around, um, on the view Rosie, um, Kelly Ripa was interviewing Clay Aiken, or co-hosting with Clay Aiken, because I think Regis was off or something. And Clay put his hand over Kelly's mouth. And Kelly took offense to this. And I'm not going to argue whether it was right or wrong. Because... Frankly, 
Um, I don't know that it's any of our places to say whether it was right or wrong. Um, it is, I, you know, I just take it as a, it is what it is type thing. And with this, it, it's such a silly, silly thing. Um, but so, so Kelly Ripa did that and said, I don't know where that, where that's been, honey. So Rosie got really irritated and called, called Kelly up for that. And basically said, um, sorry, not basically. She actually said it. She said, if, if that was a straight man, if that was a cute man, if that was a guy that she didn't question his sexuality, she would have said it a different thing. I think Kelly Ripa is mean and she doesn't like me and she never wanted to discuss what happened. She wanted to have this weird feud. She's the girl from Pine Valley. She and her husband met on the show. That's my fucking sweet spot. I would I would have loved her my whole life. I see her at concerts sometimes. She just looks away. You know... I... I actually kind of agree with Rosie on this. I don't know why Kelly Rupa wanted to have a feud. But I I can see that. Um, The whole thing is so bizarre and so weird. Because... You know, it's... Uh, I, I'm trying to just think of the right way to say this. And I'm not sure that there is a right way to say it. Um, first of all, they're on the same network, so them feuding does nobody any good. You know, if Kelly Ripa had feuded with... I don't know, um... Someone not Rosie O'Donnell. Um, that would have been... I don't want to say... Better, but... It would have been. (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, okay. If... If she had feuded with... Um... Oprah. Which, okay, that was... That's a bad example, too. Anyways, you get what I'm saying, like... She could have... She could have feuded with Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake didn't have a show then, but whatever. Again, you you know what I'm saying here. Um, it would have made more sense. Um, and that's that's all I'm getting at is her feud with Rosie. Them being on the same network just made no sense. 
Um, I don't know if she thought Rosie thought she was better than her or or what happened. Outside of obviously um there is a lot going on with this. Um but so coming back to Clay, he got really angry with Rosie because he felt like Rosie outed him and he so then he had to come out. Um but Rosie's explaining her side and she said, So I I had just held a crying boy and then watched him be gay bashed by Kelly Ripa. Um, and here's what Clay says. The truth is she added me in a way because I had not been out yet. When she said the words, if that was a straight man, she was confirming that she knew that I wasn't. That was the worst day of my life. I don't think I've had a moment more devastating to me, but I remember feeling like shit that day and totally defeated. But I definitely wasn't mad at her. I'm glad that he's coming out and saying, like, I wasn't angry with Rosie. Um... Because I, he very well could have been. And maybe he should have been. Um, you know, if someone outed me, it is widely speculated. And we're going to talk about this in, um, in a different segment. I was trying to find my Generation Gossip article about it. Um, but it was widely, widely speculated and believed that Ted Casablanca, from, formerly of E! News, outed George Clooney. And it was such a spectacular thing because, um, I don't, if you guys don't remember Ted, again, we'll talk about this in another, in another segment, but Ted would use, um, code names, like Jake Gyllenhaal was allegedly Toothy Tile. And so he would write up the art, the item as though he were actually going to publish it with with their real names and then go back and change all the instances where he um used the name and change it to the nickname but he forgot to do that one time and it was about a guy having sex with another man and um so and right after that, um, he left E. But again, that's that's for another day, another saga. Um, but my point with that was, I would have been really pissed off at Rosie if she outed me. I could piss off now when people out me. Like, that person don't need to know I'm gay. <laughs> and then Will, Will and Co. will be like, Ed, the dead know you're gay. That is true. They've actually said that to me. Um, um, so, and this, this all wraps back to then-executive producer Bill Getty. Um, Rosie's really pissed at him because he did a... Um, he orchestrated an on-air phone call from Kelly Ripa and thought that it would make good TV. Rosie says... Getty thinks that makes good TV. Two women fighting. I said, excuse me, Bill. That would be the first time that you sabotaged me on 
live on the air. It will not happen again. If it does again, I will not be on the show. When it happened again, I left. Presumably, when it happened again was when, um, instead of cutting the commercial like Joy Behar begged, um, when Elizabeth and Rosie were fighting, they did a split screen. Because that really, really ticked Rosie off. Justifiably. Um, that's going to do it for me tonight, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. And I am raising my martini glass to you and saying cheers. And I'm back. So all week, literally all week, we've, um, we've been talking about The View. Um, I think every single day it's been the last story. So Sunday, I'm debating, I don't know. Um, we might do another View episode or we might do some blind, um, blind items. Um. I'll figure it out. Um, anyways. But today, most of the, most of the uh, rest of the week was kind of a drag. Um, you know, it was feuds and fighting and nastiness. And so this week, I really wanted to end on a good note. I really wanted us to have... Um... I really wanted us to have a positive into our week. Um, I don't know if you guys had a bad week like I did, but if you did, I'm hoping that this story will make you smile because it made me smile. So, <clears throat> we were, like I said, we've been talking about The View all week. Rosie O'Donnell has been at the center of most of these stories. Um, whether it was a feud like that um, in the last episode with... Her feud with Kelly Ripa, her feud with Barbara Walters, her feud with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> At some point, you just have to say, who's really the asshole here? Um, and, and, you know, honestly, this is what I love about Rosie. She actually owns it. She knows. Um, I don't think she thinks she's in the wrong all the time, but she will say, like, yeah, I'm an asshole. Yeah, I, I screwed up. And more than anything, that's what I respect about her, is the fact that she can't say, yeah, I, I got nothing stepped in it, guys. I, you know, I, I fucked up. Um, but this time, she didn't fuck up. She actually helped um, Sherry Shepard get a better salary. Um, so Sherry Shepard shared this. She was, she was in debt. More than $500,000. She didn't give an exact figure, but... Suffice it to say, it was a lot of money she was in debt when she got the offer to join The View. And it was a really low offer, and she wasn't going to take it. Um, because it was it was such a low-ball offer. And she was like, you know... You know, I've always thought of myself as an actress. Like, I don't think I'm gonna... I'm, I don't think I'm gonna do this. And her and Rosie somehow started texting. Again, it's not very clear. Maybe it'll be clearer in the book. 
um, ladies who punch. Uh, but so so they started texting, and Rosie's like, whoa, 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 and. Um, this is what Sherry Shepard said about Rosie. Or, this is what she said to Rosie. This is what they're offering me, which is hugely, hugely grossly low. Rosie was amazing. She said to me, this is what I made. This is what Joy makes. This is what Elizabeth makes. They had offered me a salary that was lower than Elizabeth. Rosie said, you're an, you're an established actress. Go back and counter with this amount. And they came up. And Rosie also told her, like, to ask for more perks. Um, again, this is, this is Sherry Shepard talking. They paid my rent worth 85000 for the first year. They also gave her, they, originally they only offered her a business class ticket. One business class ticket to New York. But as part of her renegotiated deal... She got eight first-class tickets to visit Los Angeles to see her son. Because her son couldn't come with her originally um, because she was in the custody battle. So now Sherry helps other women who are launching their talk shows or joining a a talk show panel. Um, She says, to this day, if, if there's a woman who does a talk show, I'll let her know what I make. Um, and then they talk about Cheryl Underwood, who is a co-host on The Talk, which is a view knockoff. And Cheryl didn't know what she was supposed to make. Um, Sherry says, she had no clue and I told her, of course they're going to offer you the lowest amount. I was very thankful to Rosie for what she did for me. And you know what? Like I said, I just love that story. I love that story so much. Because it restores my faith, like... And and it goes to prove no one's all good or all bad. Um, And Sherry was actually one of the co-hosts for quite a while. Um, In fact, I thought... I thought she co-hosted with Rosie. Um, But I I must be wrong. I know... Um, the reason why I thought that, let me explain, is because rumor has has always been that Rosie told them that she would not work with Star Jones. And then Star Jones orchestrated this thing where, um, I don't know if you guys remember, but they had actually set... Star's big announcement for the la- for the Friday, I think before they went on break. And that's when she was supposed to tell everyone um, that she was leaving. But she... Star Jones surprised everyone and was like, by the way, I'm leaving. And Barbara was pissed about Like, on air you could see Barbara was pissed. Um, so I, I thought that Sherry Shepard came on right after that, but apparently I am not correct in that assumption. 
But in any case, it's, like I said, it's great that Rosie helped her. And it really does restore faith. And that's going to do it for me for this week. Thank you guys so much, as always, for listening. Um, Tomorrow, look for the Wendy Williams episode. True Crime Saturdays will return next week. Um, And Sunday, there will be an episode. (laughs) Um, I, I... I have so much material that's pre-recorded, not necessarily already in episode form, but I record some segments just to record. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to be a blind, I don't know if it's going to be a blind episode, I don't know if it's going to be um, something we've talked about at length, or if it's just going to be me blathering, as per usual. <laughs> um, anyways, until we talk again... Cheers.